Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. I'm your host, Maria Casillas, and today is Tuesday. July 10th. I know it's been a little while since I've been at the microphone. I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately and uh, I kind of feel like I owe you a bit of an explanation as to why. No excuses, just a bit of an explanation and we'll get to that in just a little bit. Uh, But I wanted to, before I get started with today, I wanted to just say thank you to all of you who are continuing to download this podcast even in my absence. It is so cool to see, you know, day after day a different country added to the list of places that are listening in on this message that I believe so strongly in getting out there. So thank you. If you haven't already done so, one of the easiest ways to help continue to get this out there for people who really are yearning to learn more about this message is to just leave a quick review and or just a star rating on iTunes. So if you haven't yet done so, I would really, really appreciate it if you would do that. Not for me, but for the other people who are really looking to find this. I really don't understand how all of it works, to be entirely honest with you, but I've been told by my mentors that when people go on and leave star ratings and leave reviews, it actually helps, I don't know, do something in iTunes where they want to share it more, and so they make it more available for people who are searching for such uh, topics as this one. So um, let's jump right into today's topic. Today I'm actually going to be quite... um, transparent with you. I'm going to let you know about something that happened to me just over the weekend. And I think it's really important that you understand that even though I have absolutely loved having this platform and an ability to speak with you about some of the things that my husband and I did in order to have like $130,000 turnaround in four and a half years, I don't ever want you to think that I've got it all put together. I don't want you to think that we don't make mistakes or that crappy things don't happen to us or that we are immune from this thing called life because that is so, so far from the truth. And today you're just going to hear some of the things that have you know been going on. So one of the things I want to tell you is that I, over the last weekend, got nailed with a 32, well, $32.50, so I guess I'll call it $33 overdraft charge. And I can't even tell you how that burned because, I mean, hello, what do I talk about? I always talk about, you know, being intentional with your money and putting your money where you want it and, and changing your, your things one habit at a time and putting money into an overdraft fee is not what I woke up one day saying that I wanted to put my money towards. So I want to just tell you how that happened and kind of give you a a quick tip that I learned in the process so maybe it can keep you from making the same mistake that I made. I was actually making a payment to a card and I wanted to draw money from account A which had plenty of money in there to make the payment, but in my haste, I must have forgotten to choose the bank that it was supposed to come from, and what happened was it actually just defaulted to whatever bank I had made a payment from before. Well, 
what it did was make a payment out of bank B, which did not have enough funds to cover that amount. And so I didn't realize it until I had gotten the information saying your payment has been made. And I'm like, okay, fantastic. That's, that's what I set it up to do. So that's great. But then I was waiting from, I kept logging into bank A thinking, where is the payment? Why hasn't it cleared? And what happened was two days later, I, it dawned on me that I quite possibly might have screwed that up and accidentally used a different bank. So I logged into bank B and sure enough, there it was staring me in the face that it had overdrawn by a hundred and some dollars and I was getting charged $32 and 50 cents. My heart just sank and you might be on the other line going, or on the other side of this going, really? It's $33, what's the big deal? But right now, I don't want $33 to go to a stupid bank. So it was a big deal to me. But what was even more frustrating about the whole thing is I had actually thought that I followed my own advice. Now, what I mean by that is, in this recent document that I have put together, by the way, it's a free PDF and it's 17 habits that will have an immediate impact on your circumstances. If that is something that you are interested in retrieving for absolutely free, uh, just go to the show notes. I'll go ahead and put a link there for you. You just type in your email real quick and then it will send you a thank you page and you'll see uh, a quick video that I did that explains to you how to use the PDF and you'll be able to download that PDF immediately. So. Um, anyway, if you'd like to do that, go to the show notes and I'll have that there. One of the things on this particular PDF, one of the habits that I listed was to turn off overdraft protection. And I know that that's kind of a controversial thing because, and here I am, right? Like telling you turn off overdraft protection on the same sentence as I got a $33 overdraft charge. Uh, you might be thinking I'm nuts. And it is very controversial because people are like, well, why would I turn off overdraft protection, Maria? I mean, you didn't do that and you just got nailed with a $33 thing. Well, let me explain to you what I mean by it, why I have people do that, and then I'll tell you what happened in this case. What I mean by turning off overdraft protection is this. Oftentimes, a bank will say to you, would you like overdraft protection on your account? And if you say yes, it basically means that you have a savings account set up with them and or a credit card set up with them. It's some sort of source that they are able to draw money out of in the event of you not paying, not having enough money in your account to make a certain payment. So let's just say, for example, that you have $100 in your account and you make a payment for $300. That's going to overdraw you by $200. What they do if you have overdraft protection is they will put a $200 charge on your credit card or they'll draw $200 out of your, your um, savings account. Sorry, can't think. Um, out of your savings account, put it into your checking account and then charge you $12 or $13 to make that transfer for you. So uh, what I tell people is, you know, why be charged $12 to $13 to make a transfer to get your own money that you already have? That's silly. You might as well just make the transfer yourself before you actually run your debit card or make that payment. Well, <laughs> here's where my advice went wrong. When I set up the account, I made sure to turn off all overdraft protections but, and I asked them to make sure that there was no way to overdraft, and they were half right. 
what they did was they set up a thing that said that I couldn't overdraft if I used my debit card, but there was still what they call an overdraft privilege. Did you hear what I just said? They call it an overdraft privilege. It sounds so sophisticated, doesn't it? Like, I'm so privileged that I'm able to overdraft on my account. Uh, but <laughs> they said when I called them today, they said that I had had an overdraft privilege where I could still overdraw on an ACH transfer, which is what this card payment was, up to $400. Now, I was a little annoyed by that because one of the biggest reasons that I wrote in this PDF and that I believe so strongly about why I would have you turn off the protections anyway is for built-in accountability. I don't want the bank to pay something that wasn't supposed to be paid. I want them to say, we're sorry, there's not enough funds in this account to make this payment. And then I would have been notified and I would have said, oh crap, I better make it from the correct account. That didn't happen because the bank had me as a privileged customer where I was allowed to withdraw money that I didn't actually have. That accountability was essentially gone. And that's what was so frustrating to me. The thing is, guys, they have the ability to take that off because after I called them, they did. Now, I don't mean that they removed the, the fee. I still got stuck with the fee, but they turned off that feature which means they could have turned it off at the very beginning when I asked them to do that and they failed to do so. So however you handle your finances, obviously you know that there's going to be some good and bad with really just any decision that you make. So you have to do what works well for your particular situation. But I can tell you with strong conviction that even though I got nailed with this $33 overdraft charge, I will maintain that keeping the overdraft protection off holds me accountable. It makes me think twice before making a payment to something. And you can bet that even though that quote privilege, end quote, is now removed from my account, I will still be taking double care when making payments to things because I don't want that $33 mistake to kick me in the butt again. Now I promised you at the beginning that I was going to share with you a little bit of information that kind of explained my absence over the last couple of weeks and so I'd like to do that now. I would like to tell you that this information is not yet public. There's a reason for that and I know you're probably thinking you know, this is airing in, you know, 12 different countries, Maria. I think that makes it public. Well, you know, you and I, we've got this certain connection, and I know that my secrets are safe with you, so I feel totally comfortable sharing this information with you, my listener, uh, but I'm asking that you do not share it with anybody else, if that would be okay. So, here it goes. About five or six weeks ago, we were blessed with a very unexpected, very unplanned, but very welcomed pregnancy. And that has actually kicked my behind over the last few weeks. Um, I, I have forgotten what that first trimester was like and had all sorts of goals and um, aspirations that ended up not happening because my body told me to do something different, like sleep. Um, <laughs> and so that's why I have not really been on here consistently. But hopefully over the next few weeks, we're going to get over that piece of it where I can actually feel better for a while and um, show up more often for you. Now, of course, I've shared this information with some really close friends and some family members, but I haven't really shared it publicly before right now because honestly, we've had five miscarriages in my lifetime and I just sometimes have a hard time wrapping my mind around, you know, what 
what's in store for us over the next few months. And you know what? I can tell you right now that due to my severe high risk, we are going to have so many financial things thrown at us <laughs> over the next few months that I figured I might as well share this with you and let you know that this is one of those things where, you know, the best laid plans don't always go the way that you think they're going to go. And I can walk with you and tell you some of the things that we end up going through over the next few months. And if nothing else, you can know that life, it, it happens to all of us. And we might have gotten through a really, you know, interesting financial situation five, six years ago, and we might have to do it again. I don't know. But I appreciate the, the ability to share this with you here so that you know that no matter what it is you're going through, you can share that with me. You can let me know some of the financial hardships that happen and some of the mistakes that you make because we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. No one that you listen to is perfect. Even if they try to pretend to be that way, just trust me, they're not. And I hope that no matter what the outcome of this pregnancy is, that I'll be able to use the experiences that I have from it to bless your life with newfound information and new insights as they come to us. I also want you to know that even though I'm scaling back a little bit on the number of clients that I'm willing to take right now, I'm still able to work with people one-on-one. -on -one, and so don't let this news be something that holds you back from reaching out and just seeing if we're a good fit. Stay tuned for more information on my up and coming signature package, Claim Your Power Over Money. And if you know you're ready now and you don't wanna wait until I announce all of that, just send me a quick email. Put coaching in the subject line and send the email to maria at cashinonchange.com. That's M-A-R-I-A at cashinonchange.com. I will put that in the show notes as well, along with that link to the free PDF and a link to my free Facebook group, which I would love for you to join. The group is called Make My Money Behave. It's absolutely free and it's fun and engaging and we're going to be changing lives over there. As always, thank you for tuning in. You are absolutely amazing and you're the reason I do this. So thank you for continuing to come back. I look forward to talking with you next time. Bye-bye.